Hi there. So I've got a lot to talk about and well, I'll try to organize it as best as I can that it doesn't end up a chaotic mess. Um, I'll start with something that I see a lot and I would call it the duality of humans. I'm not certain if that's the accurate term for it or if it is uh, something that describes it clearly, but let's try to present it. So let's say you ask people or you ask someone and tell them um, it's dangerous to go somewhere because um, there's a virus around this world and they will say what are you saying? Should I just not live? Should I just lock myself in? And I can't do that. I have to live. Life needs to go on. And well, yes, life needs to go on. But that is not what I said. Um, and let's let's stay with this example so I can better describe what I have in mind. There are alternatives and there are there is, there is a lot uh, of grounds between going to that place and having no life and staying locked in. But whenever you present something, or whether it's an idea or an endeavor, people tend to, their minds tend, up, tend to immediately go to one side or the other of the extreme spectrum they don't think of it um, long enough or deeply enough to say well let's consider what you are presenting and see um, the options that are available so let's let's say um, you tell someone don't go to a place because uh, there's a risk of getting the coronavirus for example and they say, well, what am I supposed to do? There is no cure in sight, at least not at the time of this recording. Um, should I just lock myself in and stay home? I can't do that. I need to go and live my life. Well, why not see alternatives? Why not think of um, um, finding a different place? Why not uh, see the surfaces and um, the... Um, tools that that place has and try to build them yourself why not uh, see if you can discuss with the um, place itself and see if they have options for someone who wants to be careful you get the idea there are a lot of options between either just going and saying you know i need to live my life or staying at home now this isn't the issue here this is just one example and whether you do this or that or anything in between it doesn't really that it doesn't matter that much it's fine um, but when it comes to things that really matter and affect you on a personal level people still do this they for example let's say um, I'm, I'm, that's the thing I try to use examples here um, let's say you want to change careers you want to go to a different career and you get um, faced with are you saying you want to quit your job you can't live without your job and that's not what you said 
and and this is something I'm, I'm gonna also mention in this episode which is the straw man fallacy um, so you tell them I want to change my career or I'm unhappy in my relationship and people will go immediately to extremes and say you can't quit my your job uh, or in a relationship which is also something personal and important well you have to uh, end it uh, why I mean you're unhappy instead of seeing why you're unhappy and discussing it with your partner maybe have uh, maybe fight with them uh, try to seek a solution which sure uh, ending it is a solution but it's really terrifying how people immediately go to the extreme you know i like you okay we need to get married all right why not find um here's a way to put it why not listen to the song instead of just going immediately to where it ends in in a sense so let's say you have let's go with this situation with you having trouble in your relationship instead of seeking therapy for example uh marriage counseling let's say you're married for example uh talking to your partner arguing and fighting with them and seeing if you can see if you can find answers to your problems and work it out how come the first thing that crosses people's mind is you need to end it or when you say you want to change careers they they will scare you out of the idea and say no you can't you're gonna lose your job all right so there are options to go between staying with your job and quitting it and there are options between uh, ending a relationship and just enduring it and remain miserable because it doesn't seem like any of those extremes would solve your problems and and i i'm not here to solve uh or provide uh solutions for someone who's having a relationship problem or to someone who wants to change career paths Uh, i'm not specifically uh adept in providing that uh, help but um what I'm saying is, why not think of it deeply, seek and try to look for answers around the spectrum of either ending something or sticking to it. And what I'm focused on is how people immediately go to those extreme ways, those extreme options. And it's like they want to get it over with quickly. You know, it's like, oh God, someone has a problem. Let's end it. Okay, what do you want? Do you, you can't quit your job. You're going to be miserable. All right, you can't stay in this relationship. End it or you're going to be miserable. That's done with. Let's move on with life and all its purposeful and meaningful existence because God knows we cannot face problems. We need to get away from them as soon as possible and just, you know, think of them in a shallow matter and just you know touch the surface and say what it is and just 
dump it, you know, get it over with. That's fine when you are talking about things that are, let's say, shallow, but things that are not shallow, receiving the shallow treatment is, I would say, disastrous. I mean, God knows you don't know much about those things. You barely know yourself. And even when you think you know yourself, you end up realizing one day that all this time you had a wrong idea of who you are or that you reach reach a realization that all this time you have been under a false idea of how you see yourself um, i mean i'm i'm certain if you're listening i'm certain you've one time looked at old um Uh, photos or works or videos of yourself and thought holy shit how did I see myself this way how did I not see myself this way I look bad or my presentation is not something adequate and oh my god will I think the same thing in the future and I'm not saying that this is a bad thing and yeah it is a sign of progress but it's also you know, it tells you that maybe you don't know yourself that well, or that you haven't discovered the depths of yourself, you haven't unraveled uh, the mysteries that lie within you. And oh God, you as a human being on the surface, you might seem simple and small and basic and your existence might seem so tiny over the history of humanity you might even think that well i don't matter Um, in a hundred years no one will know who i am and over the period of a thousand or ten thousand years my existence is just a speck of dust in this uh, sahara of existence but no you are very deep very complex i would say you are a universe it's just that you haven't discovered yourself and even when you do discover discover yourself on a on a on a noticeable and tangible magnitude you still haven't discovered a lot of it and that's fine even even if you know yourself a little bit that's really fine it will shape you up in a good and really meaningful way anyway i digress back to the topic at hand we seem to always resort to extreme uh, solutions and rather extreme outlook let's say when it comes to presentable uh, situations and problems Uh, and I I wouldn't be surprised if someone who's listening to this has dealt with something similar today. You talk about something and when someone hears you, they immediately go yes or no, black or white, this or that. And um, you might even get the straw man fallacy uh, treatment. And I'll, I'll tell you about it if you don't know what the straw man fallacy is. So you present an argument let's go back to the um, uh, it's it's not uh, it's risky to go out to a place where you might get uh, uh, exposed to a virus um, 
and you present your argument you say well it's dangerous and i think there are other solutions and i'm not saying that you should lock yourself at home and never never leave and i'm not saying you should stop your life i'm just saying you shouldn't go out there and find alternatives and then the person will say why are you being so negative you're a pessimistic and people will not like you and talking to you makes will make them feel like life is gloomy and dark why are you like this and most of the time people who are faced with a straw man uh, fallacy uh, they will feel pressured and uh, by this attack and it's rare to say like no i'm not negative and it isn't about me i'm presenting an argument and i would gladly listen to your counter argument tell me why uh what is your thoughts what do you think is a better solution to what i said and most of the time they will not even maybe they lack cognitive ability to understand what you said maybe but most of the time um, they will stick to their guns and say no you're just being negative it's fine it's safe to go there you know, their argument outside of the personal strawman fallacy will be like, no, you're talking nonsense and it's safe. Um, so, yeah, a strawman fallacy is a, a personal attack just to weaken your argument and turn, turn it against you. Um, a good example of the strawman fallacy, and this is something I found online, it's not mine is let's say you're a researcher and you did something scientific and presented and then your producer or your boss present it under their name and you go and say why didn't you put my name there it's my research and they will say are you saying you're seeking personal glory is that your goal or do you care about the research itself being published and then you'd be like, no, I'm, I'm not saying I want personal glory. I just want, it's my work. Is it your work? Are you saying you want it to be yours? Or is it for the research and for the, you know, the benefit of science? And they turn it into a personal attack on you. And this is a very simplified um, example of it. It usually is way more subtle and way more confusing. Um, but it's easy to recognize once you become aware of it so i want to talk more about the depths of a human being and how being treated with these shallow extremes where you will think always in matters of black or white either this or that yes or no and and always dismiss the the grounds in between um, the problem with this is you might be doing it to yourself. You might be dealing with your life and with your interests in this manner. Those who love you, be it family or friends, could be doing this to you. And all of you, you and them, might have your best interest in mind and not realize that you are doing this they might real, not realize that they are doing this. They might think, I do love you. Um, I want to do this for you. I have your best interest in mind. And I, well, I wouldn't say they, they think, uh, I think I have your best interest. They will say, I have your best interest in mind. Um, 
So the solution to that, I would say the antidote to that is to give it a chance to be taken seriously and give it a chance to have more options, you know, your situation, whatever it might be. Give it a chance to be thought of on more dimensions instead of yes or no. This will never work. Uh, then yeah, end it. Um, this will never happen. Uh, all right, give up. I mean, God knows we live in the best times. I'm, I mean, sorry if you're in 2020 like me now, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we have so many options. And God, the limitations we put on ourselves are self-inflicted. And the way we fear confrontations and the way we just seek one extreme option or the other. Is it going to work? No? All right, give up. Like, that's really a terrible approach to yourself and to anything, actually. So the take from all of this is when it matters to you, especially when it matters to you, give it the chance to be thought of deeply. Uh, don't make it just one-dimensional give it add to it more dimensions think of different options don't limit it by your own doing don't be the one who puts in the limitations and justify what you do by saying no i'm not doing that it is what it is it never is what it is well that doesn't make sense it isn't just what you think it is the impossible and the idea of what is impossible are seldom the same thing. So your idea of what is impossible is not the reality of it. It's just what you think. And well, I'm not I'm not guilt tripping you by saying, well, you're putting limitations and that you are making it uh, impossible. But so here's here's a way of seeing it there. Usually people say or think that what's very difficult and what is impossible, they see them as the same thing. But the margin of difference between what's very difficult and what's impossible is tremendous. There's a big gap. But the thing is, when you view it from a point of comfort or from a point of defeatism, you will see them as the same thing. Sure, it's not impossible, but it will require a lot. Well, yeah, it's going to require a lot, because but you care about it. It matters to you. Then it's going gonna, it's gonna to require you to put in the effort, to suffer a bit, to go through hardship, to sacrifice a bit. But it's not impossible. And whether, whether you choose to give in or do something about it is up to you and here's another extra dimension to it so we've established that impossible and very difficult are two different things usually the way you see what's very difficult is also not accurate because you see it from a singular point of view and you say or think 
If I want to do that, whether fix something, change something, uh, go towards a goal, you see it from the direct point of view and think there is no other options. There are no more dimensions. There are no chances that can alter the way you see things. There are no things that might affect it in a way that makes it less difficult. There are no uh, there are no factors outside of my cognitive knowledge that could alter the way this thing could carry out, could be carried out. So don't give uh, what matters to you the shallow treatment, the simplified, lazy treatment, because you are hurting yourself doing that. You are giving your complex and deep and sophisticated self the treatment of something that is insignificant. But you are significant, you matter a lot, especially to yourself. And you can't control those around you who give you that treatment. And you shouldn't just think, well, they treat me this way, then they're not good for me. Even if they love me or I love them. Because that's unfair. It could be that this is the best of uh, to their knowledge, how they behave or think or act. And maybe they, they're definitely complex creatures with their own deep thoughts, but maybe they cannot articulate them well enough or, let's say, unlock the, the ability to see things from a deeper perspective. And well, you can't control those you love, those around you. You can only control yourself. You can only control what you say, what you do, and what you think. And well, even those, your control of them is limited. You need to... So for example, let's say you can control yourself, but you can't draw very well. You can't write very well. You you can't speak a language very well, for example. Um, you can work on yourself to get better at those things. And you can definitely work on yourself to better articulate your thoughts and better view those things that uh, should be viewed in depth and not in a shallow manner you can do that and those around you who maybe they they don't do that or can't do that whatever it is you can't force it upon them but you can start with yourself and if you influence them to do so if you maybe uh give them the option and by just uh, observing you do that it might help them as well grow and be better and tackle things that matter to them in a better way but ultimately you only control yourself and this is a point that i'm certain will i will discuss in depth and maybe several times across um this podcast because there is so much relief and and peace in knowing that you are only in control of yourself and that um, others behaviors and what they do what they say 
shouldn't affect you in a negative way because that's outside of your control your control and to have something that is outside of your, your control affect you is i would say a recipe for disappointment um, a good example of that is a good example of that is when you expect someone to do something or act a certain way and then your expectation uh, keeps building up and then they disappoint you well it's not on them and it's definitely something outside of, of your control so then you end up feeling frustrated disappointed sad whatever it is by something that's outside of your control if you could control them and you definitely most certainly shouldn't then maybe you have you you carry the responsibility of them disappointing you but because you don't control them then the responsibility of them disappointing you is not on you however building the expectation itself is on you you shouldn't have uh, expected something that they ha maybe had no intention of delivering and i'll end this episode with my idea of what the essence of true love is um, it's in prioritizing the happiness well-being peace of mind and the growth of those you love without comparing it to your own in fact theirs would add to yours there is also choosing not to compare what you do with what they do that is to say it isn't you versus them rather it's both of you it's we it's us lastly honest communication and selfless listening equal mutual understanding and harmony those two are crucial so i i know this episode was a little bit all over the place and i i definitely tried to organize it as best as i can thank you for listening and i'll talk to you next time